Hello, friends, and welcome to the Jenny Be Well podcast. I am Jenny Bauer Schultz. This podcast exists to motivate, inspire, spark curiosity, and bring awareness to you so that you will live your life on purpose and with intention. Thank you for joining me here in this space and on this journey. May you be well. Your comfort zone is slowly killing you. Are you getting softer by not challenging yourself? Hi friends, welcome to another Jenny Be Well podcast. This episode is all going to be about learning the value in challenging yourself and getting out of your comfort zone and why your comfort zone may actually slowly be killing you. So most of us are fortunate to live a pretty comfortable lifestyle. We have our basic needs met, food, clothing, shelter for our survival. You know, we have temperature controlled living environments and vehicles, and we don't have to hunt and forage for food any longer. Most of us have access to clean running water, indoor plumbing, and these are all great things for humanity, and it has allowed us the ability to seek more advancement as a species. We are all likely to agree that these modern advancements have been a great thing for humanity. But I think we can also admit that our modern day conveniences has led us to be a little soft. We can see how some of our advancements have also begun to even hinder us. This feeling of comfort is nice, it's wonderful, it feels good, and we are grateful for this, but it may also be slowing, slowly killing us. So let's take a look at that. This podcast is really going to be a call to action. It's a challenge, if you will, because there is immense value in pushing your edges and getting out of your comfort zone. I personally have found great value and improved health and more happiness because of this, especially over the last three years. I know that pushing my limits has led to greater health, greater happiness, more contentment, and most importantly, resilience, resilience with my mind and my body. So building your resilience is really why pushing your edges and getting out of your comfort zone is so important. Your body was meant to be challenged both physically and mentally. And these two actually go hand in hand, the physical and the mental, because I know when I'm being challenged physically, I have to tap into my mental capabilities. And when I am being challenged mentally by stress or or any kind of mental challenge, I look to my body for ways to help out. Pushing my edges requires me to dig deep and tap into my reserves. I look within to see what else is there to draw upon, and it causes me to empty the tank at times. As a result, I don't live in this narrow comfort zone. My zone is expanded so that my body and my mind can survive within a wider range of resiliency and health. So I'm going to just talk a little bit about some of the ways that I have really found to build this resiliency 
both physically and mentally. So I'm going to talk briefly about heat and cold exposure because this is something that I really learned about within the last three years that has been a big game changer for me in my life. So the use of saunas and cold plunges, cold exposures, this has been around for decades and maybe even longer. Um, you know, I've, I've always heard, you know, sauna, cold plunge, those alternating like that. They do that a lot in Europe and the Norwegian countries there. But it's definitely become a lot more mainstream and prominent. And the reason for that is because research and science is now proving why controlled extreme exposures is really beneficial to the body, okay? When we expose the body to these extremes, the body is forced to use its innate ability to preserve itself and maintain itself. So during heat exposure, like a sauna, our body sweats, our heart rate goes up, our blood vessels dilate. There's so many things that are happening as a result of this exposure to extreme heat. And um, likewise with cold exposure, when we get into cold water or we are outside in really cold temperatures, the blood vessels constrict, the heart rate slows down, the body looks to find ways of slowing overall um, action down to maintain temperature and to relax. It's looking for any way that it can reserve and preserve energy. Slow, deep breathing is really key here with cold exposure. So in both circumstances, the body kicks into its natural processes and its abilities, its ways to maintain itself and manage these stressors. The body builds resiliencies and taps into its own innate abilities to preserve and maintain homeostasis. Heat and cold exposure also help to stimulate your lymphatic system and that's your immune function. So when we think about like a fever, so your body is exposed or it contracts some kind of virus, bacteria, some kind of illness, and what your body does is it increases its temperature in order to fight off that virus, that bacteria that you've been infected with. And so we can do that regularly, okay, to build our body's resilience and ability to fight. And so we're less likely to get sick. This makes sense. This just makes sense. Um, so I am a big believer in heat and cold exposure. And like I said, in, in a controlled manner, okay, um, this is usually something that you have to build up to. So I don't recommend, you know, taking a 20 minute cold plunge right out of the bat. Okay. Or, you know, getting into a sauna for an hour at 160 degrees or anything like that. It's something that your body has to build up to. So I've also found huge benefit in the last few years with intermittent fasting and longer fasts that last up to like 100 hours. And because of this style of training, okay, so again, just like with the heat and the cold exposure, it's a process of training and conditioning your body to be able to do this. But because of intermittent fasting, I don't have the intense sugar cravings anymore. I don't get hangry anymore. I have trained my body to function well with or without food. I've built up my insulin sensitivity and my body's ability to burn fat and calories easily and efficiently when needed. 
I also love the many different styles of pranayama and the breathing exercises that can accompany yoga practices and even meditation and styles and practices like that. Because this controlled breathing helps to condition the respiratory system. When we hold our breath in for a period of time, we also hold our breath out for a period of time. Sometimes we breathe really rapidly, fast, and, and, and deep, and sometimes we breathe fast and shallow. Sometimes we breathe super slow and deep at times. So there's so many different ways that we can breathe. And what happens is it actually changes the pH levels of our blood through these breathing techniques, which again helps to kill off germs and bacteria, and it conditions our body to be able to handle anything that comes outside of the comfort zone. So conditioning the lungs with these different styles of breathing techniques helps to develop larger lung capacity. So the next time that you get sick with something and your system is compromised, you have the reserves to maintain adequate oxygenation of your body. So that is the value in getting outside of your comfort zone because what you actually do is broaden that zone of health, of, of, you know, when, when something comes along and it knocks you out of your comfort zone, it doesn't take you out. You've widened that zone that your body is able to function in. And so you're less likely to get sick. You're less likely to be taken down by stress, whether it's physical or emotional. You build your resiliency and your body's ability to handle things that lie out of your comfort zone. Because that's the truth. Like we all enjoy the comfortable life, but we are not able to live there forever. There's always going to be something that comes along and knocks you out of that zone. But when you get knocked out of that zone, are you able to manage that? Has your body built that resiliency? So with all of this being said, I think that the greatest value though in pushing your edges lies within the conditioning of your nervous system to handle these challenges. In a world with more stress and increasing anxiety and depression, there is value in these other tools to help teach and train the nervous system how to manage it all. This is all just more tools for us to have to use when the time comes. So pushing your edges causes you to also be in the moment. You cannot be anywhere else. When you're sitting, you know, in, in a tub of cold ice water, you have no other choice but to be with your body in that moment, to focus on your breath, to focus on relaxing your body. When I was Everesting with 29029 event and I hiked for 35 hours straight and, and I was so stressed out physically, I couldn't allow my mind to be anywhere else. And so because of those events, those ways that I push my boundaries and push my limits, I have learned and been able to, again, just widen that zone that I can live within. So there is immense value in these challenges just because of that, because it causes you to be right there in the moment. So stop being soft, and I encourage you, get out of your comfort zone. Look to challenge yourself in all kinds of new ways. Do something that you've never done before. 
try a new hobby, go to a painting class, maybe go skydiving. Maybe you finally come take a yoga class with me. Finish your morning shower with 20 seconds of cold water and then maybe you start to increase that exposure. Go on a long, long walk, a walk longer than you've ever done before, an hour walk, a four-hour walk, an eight-hour walk, and be unplugged. Be in the moment. Be with yourself. Try to hold your breath for a full minute and see what happens. Go make conversation with a complete stranger. That's another way of getting out of your comfort zone. Find a new book on a topic that you have no clue about. The great thing too is that everything that I've mentioned here, cold exposure, heat exposure, intermittent fasting, breathing techniques, there is so many resources out there for you for free to learn about this stuff and start challenging yourself. So go go for it. Begin with small challenges and then don't be afraid to push it a little bit more and go go big. Push your edges. Your body thrives on being challenged. It grows. It learns. It changes. Build your resilience, both physically and mentally. So this is my call to action for you, my challenge for you. Go build your resilience. Be well.